In this episode, I'm going to share a uh, draft of chapter 26 from the book that I've been writing, Building the Invincible You. And this is the final chapter. I can't believe it. Uh, It's chapter 26. So I think it's been almost exactly two years that I've been writing and sharing draft chapters of this book. So uh, let's wrap this up, and I'd love to get the book in your hands. I'm Larry Cornett, and this is Invincible Life. If you want to read this draft chapter, you can go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me.me. This is book chapter, Living Your New Life. This would uh, be issue number 68. It's all about enjoying your days to the fullest. So yeah, I started writing this book um, a little over two years ago, and I started sharing the draft chapters, I think in January of 2022. And uh, we're finally reaching the final chapter. Of course, I still have a lot of editing work to do. I got to get, I think, a printed version of the book and read through it, edit it, and have some folks work with me on that and get it cleaned up and ready to publish, find an illustrator for a cover, all that good stuff. I'll also be looking for beta readers and probably people to be ARC readers, you know, to get advanced reader copies. Um, So stay tuned. Keep listening and see uh, see if there's an opportunity for you to become a beta reader if you'd be interested in checking that out. Uh, quick note, I actually used my own invincible goal system, that's what I'm calling it, to guide me through this writing process. The, the entire two-year process, stay on track with uh, writing and releasing the draft chapters, sharing them with you, and getting it done. You know, keep myself motivated, keeping myself on track. It's not easy. Um, so if you've ever considered writing a book yourself, or if you have some other sort of audacious goal that you'd like to achieve this year, I'm actually teaching a workshop on Monday the 29th. Let me double check my calendar real quick as I'm saying this. Yeah, uh, Monday the 29th. I have a link in the newsletter where you can sign up for that. Um, And I'm going to teach this Invincible Goal System. I think it's a two-hour workshop. And it's useful for defining your goals, creating a strategy and a plan, creating the roadmap and all the different techniques and strategies for staying on track and being accountable and actually accomplishing the goal that you want to achieve this year. So Go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me and you can uh, check out the goal system. I've also been talking about it with my Invincible Career people and my Invincible Solopreneurs. So if you've been listening to me share the draft chapters of this book and you've been putting some of the advice to good use, you're well on your way to building what I would consider to be an Invincible Career Uh, an invincible life, and an invincible you. You have become much more invincible. And as you've learned, if any of those three is out of your control, 
you won't feel very invincible. (laughs) Instead, you'll feel vulnerable. You'll feel unsafe. You'll feel like you're at risk in some way. Keeping all three in balance, your career, your life, your personal self, it's essential to living your best life. I truly believe that. And I know this isn't easy. If it were, everyone would feel empowered. Everyone would be happy. They'd be thrilled with their job. (laughs) They'd be super happy in their relationships and life. But you know better than that. You know how many people are going through the motions at work, going through the motions in their lives. They're frustrated. They're unhappy. But won't do anything to change that. As Henry David Thoreau said, the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. It's pretty sad. However, things get better when you step into your power and demand more out of life. So I want to leave you with some final thoughts that I'm going to share. One is a brighter future is ahead. I mean, too many people live smaller lives than they should. I see it all the time. They don't push for what they want. They don't get what they deserve. Why? Why is that? Well, those people live with anxiety and fear. They're afraid to rock the boat. And they're afraid to upset other people like a boss or their partner or a friend. They don't feel invincible. So they worry that they will lose what they have and won't be able to find something as good or better. You know, for example, finding a better place to live, a better relationship, a better life partner, a better job. You know, ultimately, they're afraid they won't be able to find it and create a better life. However, when you succeed in making yourself feel invincible and becoming truly invincible, you always know you are in control of your future and you always have options. Life is better when you are confident, when you are that confident and believe that. It simply is. Your future is brighter when you become a more invincible version of yourself. You will attract more professional opportunities to advance your career. Better things will happen in your personal life too. And that brings me to the second thing. I am happier than I've ever been. My journey to becoming more invincible started a long time ago. I first realized how capable I was when I left a nine to five job behind and started my first solopreneur business. Another solopreneur friend shared so much valuable advice back then with me. He told me how empowering it would be to work for myself and see that I didn't need an employer to make a living. I didn't need someone else to pay me to, to support my family. I didn't need a job. And he was right. Once I discovered that I could find clients, I could land new contracts, and I could get paid doing work on my own, I felt more invincible than ever before. 
I grudgingly had to return to the corporate world after the dot-com crash. Um, and 9-11 had occurred right around the same time. It was a bad time, really bad time in the, in the U.S. and especially in California. The economy was bad, so many of my clients vanished almost overnight. And securing a 9-to-5 job was necessary to support my young family. You do what you got to do. You know, I'm never going to tell you not to do what you have to do. Sometimes you got to do those kind of things. But I was kind of sad about it. I would walk around the parking lot pretty much every day. I'd go out, you know, with my phone and I'd talk with my old consulting friends because I missed that lifestyle so much. I had a taste of that freedom. So almost exactly eight years later, I finally left the corporate world for good. And so I've been out of the corporate world for a long time. I launched another solopreneur business, but I was wiser about structuring it this time. I learned more about marketing and sales and how to diversify my income streams. I talk about that all the time with my Invincible Solopreneur folks. So I've been running my own business for the past 14 years and counting. As my wife could tell you, my wife's been with me a very long time. We're coming up on 33 years of marriage and we dated for a year before that. So we've been together 34 years. That's a long time. There were many years that I was not a happy person. I was missing much of what I needed to enjoy my days and be fulfilled in my work. But now that I've taken control and changed all that through the strategies I've shared in this book that I've been sharing with you, I'm happy. I truly am the happiest I've ever felt in my life. Because it's hard to be happy when you're not getting what you need in your life. If people take advantage of you, like a boss, <laughs> you'll be frustrated and sad. If you're spending your days doing things you hate or working around people you don't like or spending time with people that bring you down, it's it's uh, kind of unsurprising if you roll into the weekend feeling exhausted and stressed. It won't happen overnight, but you will be happier as you become increasingly invincible. It's not like I found my way here in one year. It, it took me several years and piece by piece of building up a life where I felt like I was totally in control. And I've seen people do this. I've watched people grow their confidence and you see it in their faces. I just recently had a call with a client who's stepping into their power. They seem more relaxed. They smile more often. Issues that used to bother them kind of roll off their back because they are in control of the situations around them. And that will be you one day too. If you don't already feel this way, if you take the advice of this book and you build a more invincible life day by day, month by month, year by year, you're going to feel like this and you're going to be happy. Another point I want to make is you should take time to enjoy life. I mean, life is shorter than you think. I'm surprised by how quickly the 50 plus years of mine have flown by. I mean, sometimes it feels like I was just 
starting on this journey yesterday, the way my mind works, some of the, some of the memories I have feel like it was just yesterday. Wasn't I just in my twenties, you know, a moment ago? Sometimes it feels like it. And luckily I saw what was happening. Life was accelerating and I decided to do something about it. The techniques I've shared about day theming and time blocking have improved my days and weeks considerably. And I've really doubled down on that over the last two years. Standing firm on the time I need for my health and my wellness and time with my family has also improved my life. People will always try to chip away at the time you set aside for yourself. It constantly happens to me. I'm sure you'll experience it as well. And you may already be familiar with this. Most people don't understand or respect the concept of taking personal time, time to enjoy your days. Yeah, they understand vacations, they understand weekends, but they don't understand how important it is to take time every single day that is your time. But then again, as you look around, most people aren't happy. Most people are not that healthy. They're not feeling fulfilled. So it's not a surprise. But you are not like most people. Most people wouldn't have reached this final chapter and be listening to it right now. So don't let anyone convince you they deserve your time more than you do. Take time to enjoy your life. Fill your calendar with protected appointments to ensure you spend your days how you want. Another point I want to leave you with, I talk about this all the time with my career folks, don't wait for some mythical retirement date to do what you want. I was in my 40s when it started happening. People who were close to my age you know, a few years older, some were a few years younger. People who were close to my age were dying. They were dying. And yes, I had already experienced death before, and I've lost people I loved, but they weren't close to my age. These people are, or I should say were. It's a mortality wake-up call when people your age die from heart disease, or cancer, a stroke, or even accidents. I also had a personal scare, which is why I take my health and fitness so seriously now. You become acutely aware that there are no guarantees in life. You may not even make it to retirement. And who wants to die at work or during a miserable commute on a freeway, which is what I was afraid was going to happen to me? Who wants to die before you have enjoyed everything you thought you would once you left your job, once you retired? I also became more aware of how quickly my children were growing up and how little time I got to spend with them every day. Sometimes I would leave for work before they were awake. Sometimes I would come home from work and they were already asleep. So I didn't get to see them that day. I can recall days going by without actually seeing them face to face. It's pretty, that's pretty bad. 
I don't know what you have planned for your life that you've been probably putting off. But the rest of your life that you've been dreaming about can start sooner than you think. It can begin sooner because it doesn't have to wait for some mythical retirement where you're anxiously watching your retirement savings dwindle as the years go by. You can live the life of your dreams now. When you are invincible, you get to call the shots. You have more control over the jobs you take. You feel empowered to be treated well at work because you know you're in demand. When you're invincible, you can walk away and have a great new job in no time at all. Or maybe you leave that whole nine to five world behind and you do your own thing. You start your own business. And it's time to stop dreaming of retirement as the time you finally stop working. You know, everybody talks about that. Instead, you should focus on not putting up with a job you no longer enjoy. Focus on that right now. Why, why would you do that? Life is too short. It can mean that work is doing what you want and how you want to. Perhaps for the first time in your life. The invincible you gets to decide how you want to spend the rest of your life. And you can choose to start doing that now. I want to talk a little bit about the concept of having enough. The hedonic treadmill, it's also called hedonic adaptation. And I've linked that. If you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me, you want to read more about it. That refers to our tendency to quickly return to a kind of a stable level of happiness despite major positive or even negative events. That's why someone's thrilled to receive a promotion, but then they're depressed again at work, even just a couple of weeks later. Uh, Elizabeth Dunn, she's a, a psychologist, she said, whatever we have, we tend to get used to it. So no matter how awesome our lives might be or whatever wonderful things come into our lives, we tend to get used to them over time. And the pleasure that they provide gradually diminishes. It's also why more is never enough. Having more, more, more. The excitement of a big home and a fancy car, it wears off. I've experienced that, haven't you? You look over the fence at your neighbor's home, and then maybe it's a little bit larger. Maybe they have an even fancier car. Now you feel envy. Now you're not happy. It's never enough. There's some fascinating research where psychologists compared major lottery winners with a control group to measure their happiness. You might expect the lottery winners to be happier than the average person. After all, money was no longer an issue. They didn't have to worry about it. However, they found that the winners no longer enjoyed the pleasures of ordinary life as much as they had before. Food and drink and time with friends. <sighs> Once the spike of joy from winning had faded, they drifted back to their previous level of happiness. When you are stuck on this treadmill, you're always seeking your next high. You still want more. And when you do experience success, the delight is fleeting. And comparison is bad. Comparison is 
the thief of joy, as Theodore Roosevelt said. So can you escape this hedonic treadmill? Yeah, it does seem possible. It's all about having enough. It requires having gratitude for what you already have in your life, recognizing what having enough means for you. And it's different for everybody. But recognizing when you have enough and being grateful for that and breaking free of that external comparison, that will always, always bring you down. It also means redefining what success means. And speaking of success, I want to talk about the next topic, which is time freedom. Time freedom is the ultimate wealth. Jennifer Ocker is a professor at Stanford, and I had a great opportunity to meet her at a conference once. She studies the relationships between time, money, and happiness. She has discovered in her research that what people think will make them happy isn't really what makes them happy. Lately, she has been examining the link between time and happiness. There's a quote from Dr. Ocker. If we rethink how we spend time and be more intentional on how we spend time, with whom and on what activities, that may impact the happiness we feel. And I've definitely experienced that. When I was earning the most during my career, my tech career, my time freedom was at an all-time low. I felt pretty wealthy financially. I was doing okay, but I was miserable. I mean, what was the point of making a lot of money if I never had time to enjoy my life? I never had time to see my family. I never even had time to invest in my health. I was not doing well. When I finally escaped that golden cage I had created, I was surprised by how much free time I had. Initially, I didn't know how to spend my days. You know, I'd escape that and uh, shut down my startup and I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> how do I spend my days? It was quite strange. After so many decades of living an extremely scheduled life because I went from high school to college, college to graduate school and graduate school to my tech career. Very scheduled life. Eventually, I figured out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life, the kind of business I wanted to build, and the life I wanted to create with my wife and children. And I've shared much of that journey and the lessons that I learned in this book that I've been sharing with you. I realized that I'm not motivated by money, and it isn't a big motivator for me. Instead, I crave freedom. I want to control how I spend my days. When I have money and I don't control my days, I'm miserable. And I've always felt this way, but I never fully understood it. Sadly, I think I pushed that feeling down. I pushed it down, and I did what I thought I was supposed to do for most of my life and career. Go to work, make good money, and that's the path to happiness. And I didn't realize, not for me, Money without freedom made me miserable. Uh, I also follow several, what I consider to be successful people on social media. They've done well in their careers. They've published books. Some of them are multimillionaires. I mean, they're doing okay, right? They're, by any measure, pretty successful. They've done quite well. 
They aren't hurting for money, but they woke up one day and realized that their lives were not their own. They had money, they had power, but they didn't have real freedom. So some of them decided to step off their crazy career ladder and break free so they could enjoy their lives more. And I've watched that. I've watched them recover their health, get into exercise and eating well and getting outdoors. I've watched them spend more time with their families and take vacations with their families, just generally doing more of what makes them happy. It's been kind of cool. A few have noted this change and they've shared on their social media that owning your time is true wealth. And I agree. I totally agree. In chapter 10, I talked about how important it is to protect your time. As you start living your new invincible life, remember that your time is your most valuable resource. You can't make more of it. It's the one thing you can't make more of. And you will be wealthier than most people on this planet if you maintain your control over how you spend it. So I want to also talk a little bit about the concept of giving back. Once you are consistently living your invincible life, I think you'll discover you want to share the beauty of that experience with others. I know I have. I'm sure you have friends and you have loved ones who aren't happy in their jobs. A lot of people aren't happy with their jobs. Some of them may be putting up with pretty unpleasant things in their personal lives too. They could be in a bad situation. They could be in a toxic relationship. It happens sometimes. If you can show other people how to empower themselves to become more invincible, you will help them improve their lives. And the world needs more confident, happy, and fulfilled people. I think a lot of the bad stuff we're dealing with in this world comes from unhappy, miserable people. There's a quote from Booker T. Washington. The happiest people are those who do the most for others. The most miserable are those who do the least. And we talked about your purpose in chapter four, way back in chapter four. What did you decide it would be? What do you think is your calling? Does it improve the world in some way? Does it help improve the lives of others? I don't think I fully understood this until I became a full-time coach about, it's been a little over seven years now, but it is incredibly fulfilling to help other people. I truly believe that good people deserve the best things in life. I believe that. It bothers me when bad people get ahead and good people suffer. So I want to help good people enjoy the best of life. So if I can play a part in making that happen, I'm thrilled. I really am. When good things happen for my clients, it makes me so happy. You know, however, you do have to put on your own oxygen mask first, as they say. It's hard to help other people when you are unhappy, if you're feeling super stressed or if you're struggling in life or struggling with your job. But once you've 
successfully put this book's strategies to work and you become your best, most invincible self, it's time to look around and see who might need your help. It's time to give back. So one way to do that is to share this book, right? As I come out with this book, I, I hope you'll tell your close friends and loved ones about it. As you might imagine, I often share my advice and strategies with my own children. They sometimes listen. <laughs> sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes I don't think they are, but I find out later they, they are. They're listening. I want them to learn from my mistakes. I want them to live more invincible lives much more quickly than I did. They shouldn't have to wait until their 40s to be happier, to be healthier, and to feel more fulfilled. They shouldn't. So if there is someone you care deeply about who could use the advice in my book, I hope that you'll share it with them. I hope you'll tell them about it. It makes me happy to think that people out there might be sharing my book with their friends and family. And uh, speaking of that, reach out to me. That I love hearing from people. I love hearing from my readers. I love hearing from my listeners. I've had some calls with people that listen to this podcast. Because as a writer and as a podcaster, it's kind of strange to put your words into the world your voice out into the world and hope that people are reading, hope that people are listening, but you never actually know. You never know if someone really is. So if you've enjoyed hearing this book, and this is the final chapter, there's been 25 other chapters I've shared, feel free to reach out and tell me. I'd love to hear from you. Heck, even if you have some issues with it, or if you didn't enjoy it at all, <laughs> that's fine. Hey, it's a big world, lots of people. I know I'm not going to make everybody happy with this book. I still want to hear from you. I would love to get your feedback so I can improve the book as I continue to edit it and I can improve my next book. So I just want to wrap up with saying thank you. Thank you for listening. I wish you the best of luck in building the invincible you and creating your invincible life. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck with pursuing the life of your dreams so you can be happier, healthier, and more fulfilled.